0: I just want to say happy mother's day to my wonderful mother without you i don't know where i'd be you are loved you are strong you are everything a daughter could ask for in a mother and i want you to know on this day and every day forward that you are appreciated love be all right welcome back and this week on brown sugar we have a very special guest and it's mother's day um my
1: mom hello everybody hey, hey i'm Charisse brown miller the mother to brown sugar um sugar <laughs> also um aka kaylin's world also my kk um i'm just about all get nicknames out here i guess i right. better not do that <laughs> her first time
0: doing a podcast so you guys be bear with us
1: please do I'm gonna do my best um to make my daughter proud
0: yeah um I felt like this would be a great um way to introduce my mom and she since I've started the show like she's been my biggest supporter and my therapist and Oh. Mom, I know I haven't been the easiest to deal with these last few months, but I'm really grateful for, you know, your patience and your understanding and just your overall support through it all.
1: Well, Kaylin, I am incredibly proud of you. Um, I, I just love the creative side of you. Um, it is so uh, sincere and genuine. And I love that you um, stay true and authentic to yourself. Um, and I know you've had some bumps along the way as you've started this journey, but you have continued to persevere. And I'm just incredibly proud of you. And, um, you know, I'm just really looking forward to what's to come with brown sugar as well as your. Thrive Records label, um, both you know that you have birthed, you know, and I just think that that is incredible that you have allowed these visions and dreams that you had to come into fruition. It's just really, um, I'm a proud mom. I think that's it. Kailyn Jenner, I mean Chris Jenner. (laughs) Think I'm talking about Kailyn Jenner. Christian or thing, but I'm just incredibly proud of you and all of your, um, the way that you work towards everything, um, how you don't stop and when the obstacles come, um, you know, and I just think that you're doing an amazing job. I can't say it enough.
0: Oh, thank you, Ma. That means a lot. I mean... It's it hasn't been easy and you know some some days I I struggle with like going forward and you know Pressing on because it it get it just gets hard and you know it gets discouraging at times so I just want to you know make sure that I'm doing my best and you know just sticking to what I love and that's the most important thing at the end of the day, and I feel like when chasing those dreams, it's important to have a solid foundation and a true love for something because that's the only thing that's gonna keep you going.
1: I agree, um, and I and I told you these little bumps in the road and the things that's come to this, the obstacles, this is what helps shape you. Um, You know, I told you if it was all good, then you you should be a little scared. But, you know, having these um, little snags and things that has come to try to, you know, hold you down or to make you, you know, want to give up is what really gives you you know, your genuine um, foundation to just, to be great. I mean, greatness does not come without trial. And I just believe that. And real success doesn't come without trial. Um, So, yeah, I think you're doing what you're supposed to be. Otherwise, if it was going all great, I, I would be a little concerned.
0: I mean, sometimes I just I, I want to take a break because it gets heavy and
1: you
0: know, like here lately I've been finding myself like trying to take a break because right. it's it's a lot of heaviness like being you know, in my purpose and you know, on my journey like it's not for the fame.
1: No, it's not Any, anything that you are uh, cultivating and that you are curating and creating on your own um, you know it it's not an easy thing and at this point you know outside of you know the assistance you receive from your brother you're really working on your own and I know that to see you learn all you've learned and just when we were setting up I was like it's the production for me. <laughs> I mean, you know the way you were just putting everything together. It was it was just highly impressive. I mean, self taught. You're out here doing it. So even if sometimes you feel like you might need, you know, a little mental break, you know, take those when you need it and just get back up. Keep going. Keep keep pressing on. Um, and I. I'm looking forward to what's to come, and not just from Brown Sugar, from an artist's perspective. You know, I've watched you in that lane as well, and, you know, seeing you. You just have such a big heart for people, and I wish people could understand that better about my daughter. She, if you know her, and she's in your life, there is always going to be the most genuine parts of her given, and if you lose that it's you know it's just based upon you not um, returning the same to her uh, I, I love your loyalty I love your you know enthusiasm um, you know I've listened to you talk about uh, the artists that you have worked with and even in your uh, when you were doing your showcase developing that and your excitement and this is not a fake or put on what she is doing is um, it is truly uh, something that she loves and um, it's impressive it's impressive Um, and you know I just can't say enough how proud I am of you. I really can't. Well,
0: thank you, Mom. I really appreciate it. Um, honestly, if it wasn't for you, I I probably would have quit. <laughs> I mean, just like, and I, I know it sounds crazy, but like just from being like regularly like doing it and doing nothing, and then to doing this, like I can see why people quit
1: yeah regular life
0: is easy you know pursuing a dream it is it doesn't matter how much you love it how much you care it it's hard it is it's hard and I think this is harder than thrive
1: I agree I agree I agree I think thrive because it was you not um you know you just pushing someone else's vision right. uh i feel like with thrive you you know you could balance that better but this is your baby this is your um it's me it's you it's you coming out to the world to let them see how um well versed you are you know kaylin's been going to school um, for music uh, she Has been studying music. Uh, She is a wealth of knowledge as far as, you know, like, you know, just on our, sometimes on our ride-outs, you know, we'll start talking about something and and sometimes it's just like, you know, oh, I I didn't even know that, you know, because I I think I'm a music guru too, so um, on the low. (laughs) Um, But she is, um, she's definitely um a force and um speaking of that um being a force i, I want to bring up and talk about how um you know we have in, in times um went on concerts and um <laughs> together and and just our energy together is is crazy um it's fun um and i don't know if that was a good um transition i just did but uh we've had some pretty good experiences um going out and taking on the music uh
0: yeah, the first concert me and my mom went to together was Two Chainz. <laughs> it was the, um, the Pretty Girls Love Trap Music tour, and I think it was it was um, Dolph, Young Dolph, uh, Two Chainz, yeah, and Schooly, I think.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: But I mean, like, my is so cool. Like, she she didn't complain like she just adapted into the environment like and we both I mean we
1: literally had a ball like that was the coolest thing. I'm a chameleon for everybody I want you all to know that out there I, I always I always fall into whatever um you know vibe is going on and I always find my way um and that's just based upon me just like being an energy person but yeah I
0: mean you know most parents or older people they probably would have complained but my mom she was so down and she sweated her hair out. I sure did. Everything. We we had the best time and I was like wow my mom was like so cool. It was was really a special special moment.
1: It's a very good memory. Um, That one was that. that was really big fun. Um, but that was the first concert I had been to where it was just like you yeah. didn't have a seat. So the only thing a little bit for me was like, um, you know, me and Kaelin had gotten there early. So we had a pretty good uh, view of uh, all the artists. And and so uh, you just kind of had to, like, keep yourself real present or you know somebody might come and just try to push their way in front of you and that was that was a little disheartening for me but I I didn't let it stop me I mean I got my <laughs> I got my whole life in there um and we vibed out and very
0: equally both had a very very great time
1: and that is that's our thing, uh, also for anybody that knows. That's one of the things that we love to do. Is like um, just get in the car and and vibe, you like. Uh, so yeah, it's um, it's one of our things. And then what what happened next, Kaylin? Go ahead. Our next concert.
0: You know that one was after.
1: Was that after the, the first, first oh yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Uh,
0: this is my favorite story. Um, I had bought my mom, me and my mom tickets to see Beyonce. This was for the formation, it was either the formation tour or the Miss Carter tour. I think it was the formation tour because okay. she was doing them outside. Right. She did all the, um, the formation tours outside. I bought us tickets.
1: Yes, y'all, she did. And I was so excited.
0: I asked my mom to be on time because I had jitters. You know, if anybody knows me, I'm the biggest Beyonce fan you will probably ever come across. So I asked her, you know, be on time, mom, so we can, you know, get there.
1: Not a strong suit for me, y'all.
0: Time Time
1: constraint is not a strong suit. I'm still working on that to this day.
0: Yeah, we're definitely opposites on that spectrum. Yes. I asked her to be on time. Well, of course, you know, it's a big concert. We were going to run into traffic. So I just didn't want anything to alter or, you know, affect the experience and, you know, she wasn't on
1: time, guys. I'm so sorry. I still apologize to that for that to this day. Um, I was caregiver at that time and just uh, trying to ensure that I got all everything in place so that I could move out um, to you know leave my home and stuff. It it, it it just didn't it just didn't come together well. But I I did we. I got there and um and so and I'll let you tell what happened once I did get there to pick you up for us to go. <laughs> <laughs> we got
0: into a whole argument. I'm very um I'm very headstrong, I like yeah. to say and I'm, You are I'm very adamant about things that I want and that I um, expressed. And I felt like I bought the tickets, you know, be that's all I
1: asked. That's had. all she asked of me. And I did fail her, I failed her. Um, and, you know, I, I could understand her frustration. You know, I certainly, it was not my intentions, um, but uh, yeah.
0: So, long story short, we didn't go because I'm big on principles. I did not care. I was just so upset that she was not on time that I asked her to take me back home.
1: And the thing about it was um, that missed the whole concert, but there there was a big storm that came in. We could have still went and, um, you know, had that experience because uh, I think they they stopped the concert for a little bit and everything because it was in the um it was in Raleigh yeah. and it was outside um I'm I'm not sure what venue that was uh, I don't remember exactly but um yeah, we didn't go. We didn't go. That was
0: probably the first deep hurt I have ever
1: experienced.
0: I was so sick to my soul. I said, oh my God, I can't believe. It just felt like the greatest loss of my life. I was just so devastated. And I don't know, I don't think my mama talked for a
1: month. I think it was probably about a month we didn't speak, and then... um You know, I, um, but if anyone, I don't know if anyone knows, but Kaelin is the ultimate Beyonce fan. So, um, I think I could, if it had been anyone else, we may could have, we could have went on. Um, so it was just that I did not start off the momentum right for her, um, she is the ultimate fan uh, of hers, and so I, I I messed up that experience, and I I I'm sorry. I'm I'm even now I'm I'm sorry.
0: No, I mean it's it's done. It's over with. We we had a redo. But
1: that was 2016. 2016, we um, did. We went to Atlanta.
0: It, that happened. That concert happened in 2016, and then two years later, she went on. They went on the run too.
1: Okay. All right.
0: So yeah, two two years later, 2018, we went to Atlanta. We went to the On the Run 2 tour, and um,
1: <clears throat> and I would like to. to <laughs> I would like. <laughs> I'd like to talk about. I'd like to take over from here. We went up and um. You know, one of the things you always do, like, you know, we always like, okay, what are we wearing? What are we, what are we going to do? Like, you know, so we got there in Atlanta ahead of time and all that. And, um, we, um, got a hotel and, um, I think we went out to one of the malls to look around. Um. We went to every mall. went to every mall. And, um, Kaylin, she, we went in all the stores. I I had gotten my outfit. Um, and she was like, I I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't want to, I don't know how I want to look. So, um, she just wound up not buying anything. And, she wore something she brought she actually wore some and i can tell you exactly what she on. she owned some blue jean shorts and um this uh striped top that kind of had blue and yellow flowers and now mind you that was just totally off her aesthetic i i don't know what was going on but anyway we got there and we had the best seats we had phenomenal seats we were right on the floor um and we were there ahead of time guys we were not at all yes, late yes yeah we seen DJ Khaled and uh... all the other um... people that came i can't i'm trying to remember who all we've we seen, seen um,
0: big boy we
1: uh-huh. remember that's crazy I usually Jeezy was there. Jeezy okay yeah
0: I think um
1: who else from Atlanta um
0: Jamie Foxx was there
1: Jamie Foxx he was there yes he was
0: Jamie Foxx was there God, I can't. Think.
1: and it was one it seemed like it was one more person we
0: seen Chloe and Haley. yeah they were opening acts
1: too right
0: um It's crazy. I can't think
1: off the top of my head. I really can't either. I would just have to go back and look at footage.
0: Yeah. Um. But the the opening acts were great. Um.
1: DJ Khaled was he. Um. He brought a lot of good energy and and um, we like I said we were right there on the you know at the bottom level by the floor in the very front row so.
0: At the whole view like I could see Beyonce and Jay-Z without looking at the screen. Right. So it was it was perfect. It was everything that I could have imagined to be.
1: And okay, so when Beyonce came out, uh I I will probably never forget this as as long as I live. Um we um she came out and my daughter literally I felt like I was like I wasn't sure like you were having the outer body experience it was she cried um she was just she was I mean she was like the ultimate fan like how you all see those people like with Michael Jackson and they are falling out and stuff she didn't fall out but it was it was like something to behold right um and uh and I just kept on I just was like in awe of you like not not only did she know every word (laughs) um to the songs which I mean I kind of knew that but like some of the songs um she knew all the like, the dance steps, it was just, it was wild to just witness that um, and to see her fan out. I mean, it, it, it was, I, I just, I think about it, I was like, I feel like you should definitely, if she ever comes back again, you know, make sure you're in the hive to have that experience because um, she gave everything she had to Beyonce (laughs) all her energy and um you know it was just it was just like amazing to watch it really was um I my my favorite artist, artist of all time is Michael Jackson so I was just I guess you know That would probably have been my same response. Um, And so that was really amazing to see, certainly. And I'm really grateful for that experience and that memory and that we got to do over um, the first mess up that happened. Yeah. And so just grateful for those memories. They're, um, ones that I cherish and I'm just grateful for us being able to do those things together To Um, and, and when we do it, it's, you know, it's, it's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe.
0: Yeah, it was definitely an experience of a lifetime, and I will cherish that. But I just feel like the whole tour with her and Jay Z, they were just, it wasn't her full-on production. So I felt like I really didn't get to see her in her true light and, you know, her full Beyonce experience. From what I, you know, I see from videos and stuff like that. Like, right. It just wasn't the same. But I, I still, you know, appreciated what I experienced. And, you know, given that we we missed probably one of her best tours.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I heard. I heard a lot of people say that that was, um, that was phenomenal. They, they was like the... You know, um, so that it was just really something to see.
0: Yeah, and like you see the hive on Instagram, like they they just go crazy about that. Like they want the footage, they want her to put it on a DVD, and like literally, they say that was her best tour.
1: Okay, okay.
0: But you know. Hey, I'm thankful for what I I did experience.
1: I feel like I became a super fan. Like no, cause I've always been you've always been a to me. I mean we we've been cultivating this. I mean from formative years, like you know even like everything that she always put out on DVD, and you you always got it. You know all her music. Yeah, you've. I mean, you just, that, the only part that was really missing was that in-person experience right. of being in the same uh, venue or same, breathing the same air as her, so. Yeah, but
0: the energy is it's always there. It doesn't really matter. No,
1: it doesn't. <laughs> I feel
0: like no matter what, it's...
1: I think about Coachella. I think about um, when she did Coachella, and I remember how we um, stayed up, and it was, you know, because the, the timing on it, um, it was on L.A. time, and so um, I just remember us being up and watching her do that uh, Coachella performance, and even the, the energy, I mean, it was but 2 o'clock in the morning seemed like we were fanning out, uh, just, you know, going, uh, like, quickly to from, you know, in the hallway, just, just like, you know, back and forth, back and forth just not, just fanning out, you know, just because that Coachella performance, it was simply unmatched I and I and I'll go on to say that when I say unmatched I don't even know if there is something that I've felt like that Michael Jackson has done that was that great um, I, some people may not feel that way but to me that that was just unmatched it was um, I mean, just doing the HBCU uh, theme and having the, the live, you know, bands and then the, the dancers and the costumes and,
0: uh. and, she definitely gave something from everybody that came before her. And that's something that I, I really, truly respect about her. Right. She, she has given and paid homage to just about everybody that has came before. And you can't say that she hasn't done her research because she, she has studied and I've, I have been able to go back and find the things that she's done. So wow. she's very, very knowledgeable and credible when it comes to the things that she does and Right. You, I mean, just looking at her and seeing how successful she is, you would think, you know, it would just be so hard to obtain something like that. But honestly, if if the intent is there and the knowledge and, you know, the will to, to learn and adapt, you can
1: be anything you want to be in this world. Also, not just those things, but I think, destined and Destin plays a lot in you know where y- your journey will go in life and I, I just think to me when I see her that this was what she was destined to do you can always tell when someone is um, in their authentic zone I mean I I am very energy sensitive I can pick up on when something is disingenuous, I recognize it. I can tell when it's not uh, real and when it's not. Um, I can tell when it's rehearsed and I can tell when it's just um, it's just your gift. It, so and that it does, is the, it, lie. it does not lie. And that to me, when I see her, you know, she may have had all that formative training, but uh, that girl, that was her gift. You know, and she, I feel like, has, has walked in her purpose as far as who she is as an artist. Um, I'm sure she has some areas where, in times where she felt like she couldn't be creatively fully herself, but um, to me, I feel like, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I feel like when she became most creatively herself was, um, and this sounds crazy. But when Lemonade came out, oh yeah, it's
0: it's. Crazy
1: it, what her, I mean. I, and I, I mean, I've I've watched her. You know, I watched her when Dangerously in Love came out. But something about, <coughs> excuse me, Lemonade. It was. It was definitely it was so authentic it was very authentic
0: yeah i mean i feel like she rebirthed her i think she there was a rebirth of her okay and you know her life like what she thought she had was no longer and she had to go
1: and and uh, dig deep
0: yeah and find herself again and Rebuild, rebuild herself, rebuild her marriage, rebuild her family because betrayal, it, it will cause you to, to grow and to, you know, really tap in to self. And I know a lot of times we, we want to like escape certain things, certain feelings, certain situations, but it's just not, you know, the way life is, I feel like i've I've grown the most and i've I've learned the most when I was hurt
1: absolutely um because I feel like hurt does a lot of things for you um it makes you really take a a deeper look at self um I feel like hurt also. Um, if you handle it properly, I uh, can s- set you up for you to be able to come back as a more genuine person. I, and I, and when I say that is because if you do it right, you know you're gonna really stop and and just re-evaluate re-eval- everything um, and be more purposeful, um, you know, once you have healed and once you kind of, you know, get past it. Um, because, you know, lots of times when we're we just put ourselves in a position where sometimes we just put all our trust in so many things, and and once that comes out to not be what we thought it was, it can you know it can kill us. Yeah,
0: it it definitely can, and you know I I have experienced a lot of betrayal, even you know through this this journey of mine, you know with friends and with people and you know things like that like I, you know it's almost hard to like when you're a really genuine solid person you know it's kind of hard to believe that people could be that way but i'm learning that expect the unexpected because you never know what you're going to get with people
1: and you sure don't
0: people can pretend so well, and that's probably, at my age, at 28, that's probably the biggest, I think the biggest lesson thus far that I've learned is people, they can pretend well.
1: I think they can pretend well to a certain um, extent, Um, but when it's costing them are they f- are feeling as though, um, you know, it's, it's having them to do uh, more as far as, oh, how do I say this? Do more as far, th- going further than they're willing to go. I think that's when you'll um, really see who they are
0: yeah i mean i know even you know in the music thing like people they they don't really realize how much you care and how much you know until they actually work with you and then they start to get envious they get envious of that knowledge and that love and that you know that strong that strong suit that you have about what you want and how you want it. And everybody is not that sure of themselves.
1: Well, a lots of lots of times it it breeds insecurity, you know, um and they'll want to hone in on that and try to hold it captive. Um and you know, that's where a lot of times I feel like um that's when you'll start to notice you know the disingenuousness
0: yeah um people they they always start out one way with you know how they feel and what they want and,
1: and what their intentions are
0: until they really get into it and see that oh well i i want To be like that, or I want something like that. I mean, people they get very envious, and I I don't really know how to say that in any other way. I mean, it's okay to be inspired, right? But like, don't try to take over and and you know make something that isn't yours yours.
1: Well, especially if you haven't. If you haven't slept with it, if you haven't dreamed it, if you haven't uh, talked to God about it, if you haven't, uh, you know, cried about it, you cannot take what someone else has and make it your own. I don't care how much you try to do it, and I don't care, you know, how much you want to emulate Whatever is for that person is for that person um, and that's where a lot of people fall short. you know we we go into these things like um, saying, oh, I'm just you know, let me help or let me just let me uh, just be a part uh, but then you know you wound up in the process feeling like, you think you can see it better or see it differently or you know when that was not your intentions from the start and that's not how you presented yourself and so that always um you know that always causes problems
0: True, true, true intentions always reveal
1: themselves yeah
0: and in little ways, and I know we try to give people the benefit of the doubt, you know. But sometimes things are exactly what they are, and it's no, it's really not. It's not called for you to see that many times, like.
1: Oh, no, it's not. It, it,
0: it is what it is, and um, I think we spend a lot of time trying to give people the benefit of the doubt when it, it's truly there. And I, you know, me being who I am, and my, you know how I am. You know how I, I love and how I care for people. Yep. I just, I can't be that person anymore. I, I just, I can't.
1: Well, I think you are just, as you're getting older, you, you're recognizing that you've got to make sure that you take care of you. Yeah. And I think a lot of you know, what's got you so frustrated is because I feel like a lot of times you put uh, other people above yourself and not that you don't love yourself, but it's just who you are. Um, But, you know, uh, I think I'm just so proud of how you have come to a place to where you know, you know, when the bs shows up and how to just cut it out of your life and how to move on yeah. and not just you know keep playing around with what doesn't serve you um and
0: be bitter and be upset. right like i'm learning to accept things as they are you know i might take a, a few days to process it but
1: as you should um, as you should I,
0: I like to get to the root and you know cut ties with it because life has to go on life has to keep moving I, I, it does I to stay stuck it
1: does in my
0: problems and my shortcomings and my disappointments I just well I and too
1: much work to do and and a lot of times when you do that you're just gonna keep spinning your wheels yeah. you know you're not gonna get any momentum you'll keep like having that same experience with different people um but when you do what you say you're doing getting to the root of it and really uh, paying attention you know to when it's time to cut it off and let it go uh it, one thing about it and if you sit with it you know if it comes up again and you see that in someone else you know right quick oh no i see this let me um go ahead and nip this in the bud so i can keep moving towards my purpose and so i'm just really proud of you um you're you're just so smart and you know as far as um just emotionally intelligence i I tell your brother and you that all the time y'all's emotional intelligence is incredibly uh, high, y'all do well with reading the, the room, recognizing the energy, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and knowing when to make the exit, when to leave the party, when to leave the job, when to leave. <laughs> y'all know when to leave the relationship. Y'all are good at that, and that's good. It's it's so important. Um, uh, it's just too hurtful.
0: Something I just um, I, I mean, pain is good, but some things I just, I gotta just, no, I can't afford.
1: No. For it. No, because more over than anything, it's like, it's the time that's lost. Yeah. That's what's so, um, you know, valuable, is wasted time. Mm-hmm. That's, that is the thing that keeps so many people from being truly who they need to be in this life is because of the time that they wasted. And we're all here to do, um, you know, something. You know, we all have a purpose. We all have a plan for life. You know, we all have something that we're sent here that we're supposed to do. Uh, And a lot of people don't see that through. You know, they don't see it through because they don't um, get past those tests that we were just talking about. They keep doing the same thing and, you know, just in a different face. Yeah,
0: and they will come until
1: you until conquer. Until you conquer, you know, and it doesn't matter what it is. It's not always just... Uh, necessarily in a person it can be the you know same, you know like it could be the same health issue it can be the same you know I'm saying it's like it's just not necessarily in people um a lot of things can keep us stuck so a lot of things definitely so,
0: mom, you wanna talk about your ear, musically growing up?
1: Absolutely, I'd love to discuss that. Uh,
0: my mom, she's she's a music person as well, and I think that kind of trickled down on me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, she she can sing, and you know, she she loves music a lot, and I think you wanted to do something in music.
1: Well, let me just talk about, like, where I, kind of where I started. Um, uh, Formative years, like in my elementary years, uh, I used to want to be a ballerina. Uh, Oddly enough. (laughs) That's so crazy. Um, Yeah, I wanted to be uh, on the, the, you know, Alvin Ailey Dance Company, I I wanted to be like, I wanted to do that for a living. That's how I wanted to make my living. But of course, as time went on, um, when I got to middle school, that kind of changed. And in middle school, um, I was in a selected... Chorus, you had to audition to be a part of it, you know, you just, just couldn't. They had the regular chorus and then they had the selected chorus, and so um, I was in that all through my middle school years. And because of um, my vocals, uh, I also got pulled for to do like a special like the special events with the, what they when they had a stage band um so I sung by myself um with a few other selected um chorus members and, and you had to audition for that as well um so that was middle school and so then I started thinking in middle school I was like hey you know what I can do now with music since I, you know, can't dance to it like I can I can be a music teacher. So I kind of went with that for a little bit. Um and then I got in high school and um I did I did um the selected course there. And I had to audition for that. And then when I auditioned for the stage band in high school and I didn't make it, (laughs) I think my my ego got in the way because I was like, I I didn't make it? You know, so then I just kind of like, I didn't turn away from music, of course, but I was like, you know, it tainted me from like, I was like, well, I, I mean, maybe I don't need to be, you know, a music teacher, you know, and so um from there um, during like my college years and stuff like that, uh, I was heavily raised in the church, so um I during that time, I kind of like I was really just listening to gospel music, because I'm from the Pentecostal ways, and they like, no, you didn't do nothing. You did everything right. You Like, you had to, you know, we couldn't wear pants to church, and you couldn't, like, wear lipstick and, like, all that stuff. So, in Pentecostal, you know, it's the holy way or no way. So, during that time, I kind of fell off of my listening to current music, and I, you know, found me some contemporary gospel, (laughs) and so, uh, I remember, like, first, uh, hearing B.B. and C.C. whinings and first song I really, like, fell into was, um, I think it was Addicted to Love, and then, um, they had, um, few other songs that I just really liked because they kind of like they had that soulful sound but it was the right word so I felt comfortable with it and so then I kind of uh ran up on commission and that was through some of my um my friends that I had and that was um my pastor's daughters i used to hang out with them and so they introduced me to commission and that was again contemporary gospel and so like i am a super duper um commission fan so um that's kind of like how i was able to get my you know music uh my you know my music vibe out was through that and then from there um I think, you know, coming after that, I got let's see, pregnant with Lakin there shortly after I was I got pregnant with Lakin when I was nineteen. So from there, um now I, I was in college and so kind of from there I have to say that uh I started kind of listening. I started kind of like, I guess you would say I backslid (laughs) and I was like listening to more, um, of the, the current music at that time. And, um, so from there I was like more, I was, it was still soul. Wasn't, I had had some introduction to rap, um, and that was way back in like 1984, I want to say. But um, Tony, 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 um, Brownstone, um, Jade, uh, let's see, R. Kelly, uh-huh. oh God, uh, of course, Michael Jackson. Um, and so then I you know, so I started listening more to that and uh, to get my fix, and and then from there, um, moved forward into my twenties. Uh, I started getting like a thing for neo soul, and neo soul kind of like gave me the feeling of. Kind of like still church and then a little bit of jazz and then soul, so it felt very comforting oh, no, and very familiar. And, um, yes, yeah, so that's kind of where I went with all that. Um, but it is the love of my life, um, it is the thing that gets me through you know some of my darkest times it is the thing that helps me meditate it is the thing that um... you know pushes me through my workouts it is the thing that um... it is i mean it is it's really the love of my life it is um... it's you know because it's never changed on me except for you know like of course you know as music has transitioned but it's always gave me that same feeling it's always um did it came and did what needed to be done
0: <coughs> you okay mom
1: yeah i'm doing a lot of talking yeah
0: um as i was coming up you know especially like middle school, elementary school. Um, My mom, she did listen to a lot of neo soul and that's where my ear came from with that. And I, you know, as I was growing up I just kind of adapted and that became a part of, you know, my ear as I've gotten older. So I kind of, you know, took over with her ear and um, picked up her her music and stuff. And I might have been young, but and didn't really understand, like, you know, what it meant and things like that. But as I've gotten older, like, I've been able to apply it to my life and, you know, really thoroughly understand, you know, just what... The songs we're saying, you know, they really nursed me, you know, in times of need. So it, it's, it's kind of cool. Like, you know, I still can remember the things that we listen to in the car. So. You know.
1: Yeah, you'll pull them up for me. Like, <clears throat> again, like I said, one of the things that we uh, love to do is, you know, like on a ride out. Uh, depending on who's driving, you know, uh, we'll take the ox, and, like, sometimes, I mean, some of the stuff that she pulls up, I'm like, you remember that, you know, and I, it just brings me back to that space, and that time, and how I felt, and, you know, I just find that so comforting to know, like, you know, you were really listening. <laughs> you know, you were really paying attention to. You know, and I didn't really think you were like I. I thought maybe you know you guys were you know like on your phone or I
0: did have my own ears and stuff. I mean, headphones and stuff in the car, but I was still you know pause and listen to your song because like you know certain things you were listening to like you were singing. You just put, you had a lot of energy and emotion behind you, I
1: was just like... Absolutely, um... So that
0: kind of, like, stuck with me, and, you know, it made me want to listen and experience that emotion, too.
1: And everything that I listen to, it's intent. It's not just for, um... Pleasure. It is for pleasure, but it... You know, everything that, I, when I'm listening to a song, it's because it is feeling a purpose for me. Um, like, even on my playlist, like, I have, like, you know, uh, Beautiful Day, like, I have Sunday Brunch. I got, um, you know, like, um... I have like a back in the day playlist. And and I know everybody does that, but it, it a lot of times when I get in that car, it's like, um, it depends on what mood I'm in and to set, you know, to help set the tone for what I want to hear. Are uh, what I need to hear in order to feel a certain way, or, or whatever the um, the day is bringing me. So, um, and I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people that do that as well. But um, I'm very intentional when I listen. I like, even my grandson will ask, he'll be like, he's like, oh, gee, like, you know, can you play this song? You know, and I'll, I'll be like, now, I don't, I'm not, we we playing this song, but I was like, I don't want to mess up my, uh, my DNA on Spotify. <laughs> and, and that's the real thing, I mean, like, for me and my, my thoughts, but music's incredibly important to me and I, I feel like you know, seeing my daughter and what she's doing now, um, I definitely feel like, you know, I've had some influence, um, in some way with that. And she's just taking it on and it's actually, it's on steroids. Um, you know, she's just like took it to a whole different place. And, and maybe it was one that, you know, um, somewhere maybe it, you know because I didn't get to fulfill it in that way that it just it just went to her because I did think that I was gonna do something in music you know in my formative years and um, but seeing her now and seeing what she's doing and where she is um, headed and what she's doing with her label and with um, Brown Sugar. Um, It's just, it is a beautiful thing to witness. And I am Kaylin's biggest fan. Uh, You know, I'm always encouraging her and I'm always uh, gonna be her biggest fan. And you know, lots of times I, you know, I'll listen to some of her um, podcasts, or you know, she'll say, "Ma, can you give me your feedback on this?" And so I have coined myself like her um, creative advisor. <laughs> I don't get paid for any of it, and I, I would never, <laughs> and I would never think to, but I have somehow put myself in um, you know this in a way that uh, I don't want to ever let go of. Um, I will always want to feel like you know anything that she needs concerning uh, what she's trying to do that I always stand up for her and always um, be there and I, I actually failed her for the first time ever. I always listen immediately on Sunday and, um, I missed the first pod- podcast ever. And I, <clears throat> you know, and I, I, um, I still haven't lived. Yeah, it was DMX's, um, funeral and I, I cooked dinner, you know, like I try to do so on some Sundays, um. I'm not always successful, but it was DMX's funeral, and I just, it came on at 2.30, and I just kind of got so engrossed in that, and if anybody watched DMX's funeral, you know it was incredibly long, and um, I just, when I, once I got done, (laughs) I just, uh, and I, I I gotta go back still, I'm I'm sorry. I still haven't listened.
0: It's all good. I mean, one out of the bunch of it is not going to hurt my feelings, I promise. I really do appreciate, you know, your consistency and, you know, support in it because it it, it is trying at times, and I've been very frustrated, but I'm learning everything. Like, I, I'm learning in the process of, Still keeping, you know, the momentum going, and, I mean, I'm improving with every uh, tape. Absolutely.
1: And Absolutely.
0: Just finding different ways to, you know, be better than, you know, the previous tape. So that's just really what I, I'm on. I'm, I'm everything right now, and it's, it's overwhelming, but I know in the end it's going to be rewarding, and...
1: Absolutely.
0: I definitely don't see it right now. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't see it, but I know one day I'm going to look back and be very proud of myself and You, know,
1: you don't have to look back. You should be proud of yourself now. You know, we always talk about when I uh, you take every uh accomplishment that you make and Every tape that you complete and every edit that you do alongside your brother or, you know, uh, however it turns out. And you celebrate that, like, you know, because it is, um, it is very, very, very um, beautiful watching you cultivate this, it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I know, I'm, I'm still, I'm just getting started. Like, I'm, I'm literally still at the bottom. you know, I, I don't, I don't have no issue with building and, you know,
1: growing because I, I want respect for myself. Right.
0: I want and accolades.
1: Absolutely. And, you know,
0: this is truly something that I want to be proud of. Um, and I've learned to stop. Putting things in a place. Um, I just want to, you know, continue to, I love to talk to artists, you know, I love to talk music. So I, I feel like it was just a more intimate way for me to make that happen. Um, you know, I have fun with it. I I enjoy, you know, talking to you guys and, you know, in return, giving you guys a, a platform to be heard. And that that's really the
1: the purpose, and that, and that's all that matters, is that <clears throat> you feel certain that you you know are remaining purposeful, um, and the rest of it you know, it will come. It will. Yeah, I um, I don't ever want to lose
0: sight of that. I mean, at times I do. I get discouraged because I'm human and
1: I'm. Absolutely, we
0: just a natural thing. It is. Um, I'm never gonna stop. I, I don't care how it may look or what may come my way, but I'm, I'm too far ahead to, to stop. It would it would literally make me sick if I stopped.
1: Oh yeah, because you wouldn't be fulfilling and you wouldn't be um, remaining purposeful, you know, so uh, You know, that's why you always have that feeling of, you know, of not, um, of uneasiness when you're not, you know, when you're not, like, you know, when you didn't film that one week or you didn't, you know, it's because it is in you to do this, um, and... You just gotta keep going. Gotta keep going. Definitely that is the the
0: goal, the plan. But I just wanna say, Mom, I'm so grateful for you all that you do for me and Mason and you know, just being the best mom that you can be to me.
1: Thank you. And I I really
0: do appreciate you. I know I don't I know I don't always show you or stay, but I am grateful for you, mom.
1: Oh, thank you, Kaelin, thank you.
0: Everything, I know we we have our days and our moments. Yeah, we do. I love you and I appreciate you more than you'll ever know.
1: I love you as well and I love your brother and I love your sister. And I'm so grateful for each one of you. I love Mason, I'm incredibly grateful for him. Um, and I'm just, I feel blessed. I'm just so thankful, um, for life, you know, and, you know, I don't take that lightly considering what we went through in 2020. So, um, all the other things, you know, they are just things. But just to, um, have you all. And to meet each day, knowing that I have each one of you is the all the that I need to keep going and keep moving forward um, in this thing we call life. Yes,
0: definitely. And all the the moms out there, you're appreciated. You guys love on your moms. They make the world go round. Um, women in general, you know, the world wouldn't be what it is without a woman. So respect and honor every woman in your life because we we do bring a lot to the table and, you know, we give a lot, so.
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, this world wouldn't be able to turn without women. And I'm not saying that as that, you know, we are... You know, the CEOs or the bosses or et cetera, et cetera. But we are the central nervous system to the world continuing to move forward. Without us creating life um, our you know, birthing and bringing life into the world, this world would cease to exist. Absolutely. Yeah, so... This has been fun. It has, and I thank you for having me, uh, Brown Sugar, yeah. keep going, keep striving, and keep being you.
0: And maybe we'll have you back on for another
1: well, uh, yeah, I I would love that. I just, I, I hope that um, I came across okay. It was a lot of talking for me. Mm-hmm. It was the talking for me. You did good, Mom. You did It good. was the talking for me. It's,
0: it's me and you and our, our home, so, yeah but um artists if you are looking to get an interview uh submit some music um dm me on my socials at Kaylin's World, um and then the show page of course uh, brown underscore sugar underscore 92 um yeah just hit me I'm um, taking submissions and you can also email me at my email address at thriverecords at gmail.com um our our hub is anchor you can find this recording on Spotify Pocket Apple Podcasts, um anywhere where um podcasts are available so yeah uh thank you guys for rocking with me and you know just being loyal and listening every week. I truly appreciate you guys. I um I do my best to deliver, you know, my content weekly, but don't hold me to that because things happen, life happens. So yeah, we take it one day at a time. But again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um you are appreciated and we're out.